0: Hey, welcome everybody to the Alchemized Gentleman podcast number two. I have the pleasure of sitting with Gus and we're going to be covering some pretty interesting topic today, which is inspiration. And you're a master of life coaching, Gus. I've been fortunate to be learning from you for the last few years. And not only have I remained and stayed inspired, but I'm living in states of flow. And for those of you who don't know what that is, you know, we're going to be talking about basic getting out of bed from struggling to wake up, you know, the snoozers, you know, what, what are some common symptoms of, of people who are just not motivated? Common symptoms. I
1: mean, there are many from, as you say, sleeping in, uh, trying to hit the snooze button one too many times to moonlighting into the evening. To distracting themselves at work, to sabotaging their own success, to feeling unworthy, to uh, taking jobs that are beneath them. I mean, there are so many things that might be symptomatic that we don't recognize quite often that's actually coming
0: from an uninspired life. Have you ever been uninspired? Like, what did you ever go through a depression or when were you at your lowest? 100%. You know,
1: I've been through those times. Um, You know, there were times in my life, probably in my early 20s. Where you know uh, I felt dejected, defeated, uh, with floundering. Time, uh, you know, I, I was I was on low low priorities. I was on amygdala based distractions. For those who don't know what that is, it's part of the brain where you go into fight flight state. You look for distractions that take you away from anything that seems hard or challenging <laughs> because you don't have a reason to do the hard or challenging things. So you look for those distractions to hide in them. So, I was a hundred percent doing those things and and you end up becoming a, a creature that that's living for comfort uh, and and to get anything to find anyone with a purpose or a passion that'll take you away from the distraction of what the fact that you don't have that and you look for someone else to distract yourself with
0: it, yeah, I would say a good majority of of a good majority of my early twenties was autopilot, not really conscious I was chasing money i was just chasing success and i really wasn't slowing down for what i like i abandoned what my passions were and my the things that got me excited for money i joined this group that said was pretty fanatical for success i had to stop doing the things that was fun and exciting for me and i just laser focused on building this business and um My hobbies died, my passions died, and I never got the dream that they promised to uh, doing this business. And I felt completely burnt out at 25. Uh, Honestly, that was way too late. I probably could have pivoted and changed much sooner. And um, luckily I read some books that changed my perspective and just gave me more courage to overcome fear. And one of the things that I want to share to everybody that if you're wondering right now, if you should take the risk or stay in your comfort zone? If you don't know the answer immediately, then you've just not taken enough risks up to this point. If you don't immediately know the answer, that means you've been in your comfort zone for too long. People who take risks know that the fear is just false evidence appearing real. And whenever you do whatever you're afraid of, magically right afterwards, you realize it's not a big deal. And you feel so much better afterwards. One of the big things people are afraid of is getting out of the American capitalist machine. Should I climb the corporate ladder, set myself up for life, or do the dangerous thing, the adventurous thing, travel the world, start a business, and little do they know, they can have both. You can have everything, just not all at once. 100%,
1: you know, and I love how you say that, and it's so true. Um, you can have everything you want in life, but um, what's the point in having it all at once? Life, we're putting these individual bodies to experiencing time and space. You know, We're eternal beings living a human experience, which means our spirit already has experienced everything. It can experience everything, yet we're not designed to, as humans, as humans, you're only designed to be able to concentrate and focus on one thing at a time. Therefore, your organism's only designed to experience one thing at a time. So if you're trying to experience everything all at once, you're not designed for that. You know, there's no point trying to put every single flavor in your mouth at the same time. You won't enjoy any of them. So the point is, now I remember one time as a kid trying to, I thought that the piece of toast would be nicer if I put on every spread I could it all my favorite spreads. You know what it equated to? It equated to some giant brown mess that tasted like a whole bunch of nothing. Marmalade, Marmite, peanut butter, everything, honey, and I couldn't taste anything. The point is, as human beings, we're designed to be put in space and time in order to experience one thing at a time to have a true human experience. And so what you're saying is, right, we're going to have everything that our spirit desires, but we're designed not to have it all at once. Uh, but it's human nature to try and seek it all at once. But that's we need to discipline ourselves to
0: enjoy it one bit at a time. really like that one. I haven't heard that before. If you put all the flavors at once, you don't taste anything. You just probably tastes nasty. What do you say to people that can't focus on the present moment they're out of alignment or just not inspired. They are at work, but wishing they were on vacation or at home on vacation at home, can't fully enjoy it because they're thinking about work. What do you say to somebody that can't enjoy the peanut butter toast in front of them?
1: Well, this comes back to this wonderful quote, which says, wherever you go, be there. And I think there's a profound truth in that. Oftentimes, we believe going certain places will will export our experience of life. But in actual fact, we don't need to wait for the vacation to export our experience of life. We just need to uh, export our consciousness. We need to import our consciousness at times. So in other words, we need to change our focus of our presence of mind. And that has to do with what we call an Ignite Oneness Being. And Oneness Being is when you can actually... Start the process of inside out oneness, where you're no longer at odds with who you are. You can be present, you can be focused and you can start enjoying every moment. Whether that's learning some really basic thing or achieving some monumental goal, it's no differentiation. Everything becomes meaningful when you start start the oneness being. And where the the confusion comes in society is when we believe or we get where we take the blue pill and we believe that oneness, only occurs when we get everything that we want. And that's only one form of oneness. But if we sacrifice oneness being and oneness doing for the the sake of oneness achieving, we'll experience a very hollow existence. Ultimately, we'll have one level of success. But like the Robin Williams syndrome, we won't be able to enjoy it at the highest level and there'll be compromises along the way. So we want to make sure that the foundation of oneness actually comes from oneness being. So even if you don't achieve the things that you want, and you're not even doing the things necessary that you want, if you start with oneness being, which is being at peace with yourself, that is the foundation upon which we can really begin to seek
0: out the next stages of oneness. I love what you said there. That's that's it right there because I first heard that with Robin saying there's a science to achievement, and it truly is a science, right? You can follow a financial plan sales goals calls fitness is a total science too calories in calories out but there's also an art to fulfillment there is a beauty behind not needing anything totally being still that inner peace totally being present and you feel like you have it all so it's necessary to have the fulfillment and the the oneness being first, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say ideally,
1: but I do understand that there are some people, there are some situations, many probably, which that seems unattainable. And sometimes you can go straight to oneness doing without actually experiencing to the fullness of oneness being. So there might be things that... In one session or one moment, it's very hard for people to forgive themselves. It's very hard for people to get at one with themselves, and that's understandable. But it doesn't mean they can't stop the process of going into oneness doing, which is aligning with their gifting, which is which is linking whatever they do with on the way, not in the way. Which is understanding that that by by uniquely understanding their values their highest priorities they start linking up with their oneness at it in a different level so even if they're not completely comfortable with themselves or they don't even like themselves yet at least they can learn to accept themselves maybe then they can grow to like themselves and maybe then after being kind to themselves they can learn to love themselves and on that foundation they can truly love others but but ultimately um oneness being ca- is is a process as well as you know a one-off event But often for a lot of people, it's a process. You won't necessarily get there overnight, but it's important to start the journey of being kind and gentle to yourself and to understand yourself as a foundation. But that shouldn't stop you from pursuing oneness in terms of doing, your mission in the world, and then ultimately, and the things you want to achieve in the world, and then ultimately all the things you want to have in the world at that level. But but if you neglect that completely, that'll be increasingly more hollow, and it won't be fulfilling to the level it could be.
0: And... This is vital to living that inspired life because as we grow older, you know, kids are excited and passionate about everything. Kids are truly like linked to, they just came from source, right? They were born. So they're as close to spirit as possible. And somebody once said that an adult is just a degenerated child. Though, you know, our skin cells, are replaced maybe every few weeks. They say every cell in your body is completely replaced replaced every seven years. Some of the things taking a little longer, like your spine or some of the vital organs, but completely replaced. And somewhere along the way, somebody might tell you you can't do something. Somebody might say you're not good enough, which is reinforced by repetitive, mundane soul crushing jobs that eventually people just grow up and get realistic. And that is truly the sad death of somebody's dream. Right.
1: So what I want to do is perhaps bring up on my screen now that you've brought that up, um, just a bit of the, the pyramid because we're going to touch on really uh what inspiration is and what oneness is. But I thought what you're kind of mentioning here is the pyramid of brokenness. <laughs> We're some way, shape or form, part of our oneness is broken and we're no longer one, we're actually broken. Uh, and, and that will be the three stages of brokenness. Brokenness in being, brokenness in doing and brokenness in achieving um, and ultimately forms this life of brokenness. And where that gets called out is we end up existing at the secured level. So we, we give up on being inspired and we just go to, to being in, in, um, secured. And the problem with that is that we don't, design a life. We have life dictated to us based on our unmet needs because we haven't taken responsibility for them. That only ends up in brokenness. Um, and we, when we were discussing with your podcast, we thought, well, maybe we could do, address security. The only problem with that is no one's generally inspired just to get a secured life. It doesn't inspire someone off the get go right? I want a great foundation. No, people generally need a reason to get secured in the first place. And so that's why we thought this one of those foundational podcasts would actually be on inspiration. Uh, and so as we look at that, we really wanna have a look at the of oneness as you can see on your screen now, for those who are watching by audio, you can see that if we can address the inspired level, you have a reason to secure your secured level, then a reason to be directed, then you'll know how to execute and then you'll enter flow state, which will automatically produce all the things that you want. So, and really getting to what we're talking about here, if all you do is put your energy and inspired, you're going to have the motivation to figure it out. Now, how do we do that? And there are a couple of key ways, but one of the key ways is actually knowing your highest priorities, not trying to have 100 goals, as cool as that sounds. I'm going to achieve 100 goals this year. It's actually not trying to do that. It's knowing your high, maybe only your top three. Some people are only your top one. Knowing that, knowing why, and knowing what order, and that will be the kiss of inspiration you need to inject power to get your pyramid flow.
0: Love that. That's so true. I have so many things that I want to do, and realistically, I know I have to prioritize. Like for what's inspiring is being outdoors more. I wanted to learn how to camp. And camping gear is expensive. So I'm like, hmm, man, this is probably not happening this year. This is probably gonna happen next year. So maybe what's more, you know, like you just tailor it where you are in life right now. And it doesn't cost me anything to go play soccer. I'll probably just focus on playing soccer. It doesn't cost me that much to rock climb. On Sunday, Leo and I, uh, a buddy of mine, we just went hiking, saw a rock wall, and went wide up it, and it was a little dangerous, but just enough to be exciting and cost nothing and no training really it's natural abilities to just climb stuff and it was awesome but i want to do scuba diving i want to um learn and master my spanish and of course i'm not accomplishing at all so i really have to actually decide what is the top three and you're so right you know there's a lot of things to inspire but the, the point is to find the right things.
1: Well, 100%. And with our Ignite intro quiz, we actually have a scientific process that enables an individual to find out what the highest priorities in. You know, it's not to say you can't have all these other desires. So I differentiate between priorities and desires. In my vision board, you'll see I've got a lot of things there. I leave nothing out. I mean, from spear diving to scuba diving to you know, traveling exotic locations to trying and... Rituals over with Ayahuasca into the Amazon. I mean, there are many things on my vision board. You know, I want to represent my country at different things. So a lot of things in there, but they're not necessarily priorities. They're in my vision. So there's a we want to distinguish two things here. We, you can have a vision board, which will um, speak to your subconscious and bring out of your subconscious what you're truly excited and passionate about. But then for execution and flow state, you need to then narrow down what are going to be the highest priorities and why. And what this does is you will start to get excited. You'll start to set real timeline goals in true time and space that get you into flow state, that get you excited, that have true accountability attached to them, rather than pipeline dreams. And what ends up happening in my life anyway is the things on my vision board still get accomplished, but they happen as a bonus. And the reason that happens is because... In my deciding process of my highest priorities, I I ask this important question, and this will be built into the scientific method when you figure out how to find your highest priorities. And the question is, what are your top three priorities that if you were to do them, you would by default likely have achieved all the other things along the way as well? And so when you ask that question, your brain automatically goes, well, if I ran a successful business online, then I could travel because it would be portable. Uh, I would have money to do all the things that I want and I'll be fulfilled because I'd be doing the business. So, just in answering that question, you match three things on your vision without even really trying because you've included that in your highest priority. Can you, are you starting to understand how this the power of narrowing your focus actually has?
0: Oh, definitely. That's true. Because if you're focusing on the wrong things, like it, you know, I was talking about hobbies, like you said, desires, but those are not the highest priorities. And because if I just focused on those desires, I would not get what I truly want in life. But if, you know, it totally makes sense. Well, the, you know, just the example on that you could
1: spend, say you wanted to be the free diver and you spent decided, oh, I'm going to spend five hours focusing on my breath. I'm going to be given the best lessons. So that's five hours of your time each day that you could have been investing in the golden goose that would have met your need for growth and fulfillment and your need to meet the business. And ironically, by you starting that business, you would have been over there in your spare time learning how to free dive. But if you put all your effort into that free diving at the start, you got no foundation to launch from to do that. Gotcha, love that. Um,
0: do you generally see people that are inspired, or what's what's the what's some of the biggest distractions or things that people, you know? the difference between actually making your dreams come true versus having those inspirations, but never. Right. Well,
1: Action. for me,
0: with my clients there
1: are a number of different categories I fall into. Sometimes they'll come and they completely haven't got the direction part of their foundation. They're inspired, but they're not directed. You know, that's another kettle of fish. There's others who want to be inspired, but they're so insecure at the base level. They're so subconsciously unstable because of their self-talk. They they don't allow themselves. They They don't believe they're worthy enough to be inspired. So then you're dealing with that level. But I think there's there's a main class of people that are unconscious of the fact that they're not allowing themselves to be inspired. So they're living a very fight-flight-survival mechanistic life based on society's vision for them, based on their bosses. So they'll do, often do more for the vision of their boss and the vision of their family than they will for themselves, because they haven't taken the time to perceive accurately what are their highest priorities. And so they'll only operate, use their highest energy when it's demanded of them from the external environment so when the power's going to get shut off when the baby's crying out for food when their partner says they didn't get enough attention you know they are completely driven from the needs and the voices of the outside and they have no high standard within themselves because they've devalued at some level they don't believe they're worthy enough to place what they think is of worth at the highest level
0: wow love that do you feel like there's different levels of inspiration too because what about the broke musician or the broke artist they are so inspired they don't care about anything else they are living just from that inspiration
1: 100% so when i talk about um, ignite oneness or ignite flow you know there are three aspects of it that need to be adhered to for long term fulfillment you know it's got to be number 1 sustainable number 2 fulfilling and number 3 fruitful Now, if it's missing any of those areas, it's not going to be sustainable. So let's just go into that. Number one, sustainable means it's got to be at a rhythm and a pace within which you feel you can sustain day in, day out, week in, week out. If you're having to overexpend your energy 150% one day and for one week you go completely burn yourself out, then you're out for the next four weeks. What good is that going to do to perpetually put you into the flow state? It's not good, is it? So number one, you've got to find a sustainable rhythm. Number two, that's where there comes in the broke musician. Okay, they've got the fulfillment, right? But are they going to be able to do it long if they're broke? Eventually, they're not, are they? They're going to have to pay the groceries. They're going to get a job. They're going to have to find a way to support themselves. Otherwise, their gift is not paying for their life. So the third thing that brings to the third thing, it's got to be fruitful, i.e. it's got to provide value that gets recognized in a tangible way by society to support you to do the thing that you want to do. Now, if it doesn't meet one of those three things, it's not going to be long-term viable for
0: you to get into flow state. Very true. I love that because it will take away, you know, being a, if, if you have a family or you probably can't even have a family, if you're just a broke artist and it'll take away from a fully realized kind of life. And it's just making the time to figure yourself out. Like um, I think if people are truly seeking it on the path, they'll find us our program or they'll find somebody that is teaching something similar because all roads do lead to knowing yourself and being inside out
1: yeah look 100 percent. so i want to ask you a question about what you've noticed in your life and also the life of people that you've seen when you've been in an uninspired life what's the kind of self-talk and then Flowing out of the self-talk, what are the kind of symptoms that you know have noticed either A in yourself or B in other people, which you notice give
0: a substandard existence? Luckily for me, I've never let the dream die inside me, but I felt the light kind of dwindle down um, many years ago. And it just feels, just definitely feels gray. The people around me that totally let their dream die or never got a chance to actualize any of their dreams definitely get drunk a lot on the weekend live for the weekend some of them get drunk all the time during the week they sedate themselves with all kinds of drugs sugar fast food which was my drug of choice back in the day a lot of fast food and a lot of the guys are just you know just kind of lost And um, little do they know that the corporate ladder is never going to give them what they actually want. I really feel nowadays that everybody does have an art in them and a passion in them. It doesn't have to mean that you have to have a business from it, but with the internet nowadays, it's unlocked the potential for anybody to, well, if you look at social media, people are doing the most random things, but because they love it, People want to see more of it,
1: yeah, one hundred percent. I think you've summed that up well. Would it be helpful if I maybe listed out a bunch of possibilities that categories that people could be in maybe so that uh, uh, uh someone that's listening in in the audience might be able to identify if that's them?
0: yeah, that sounds cool,
1: so you've got the person who's addicted to sugar, living for the weekends and living for vacations um can't wait till it's Friday. Oh God, it's Monday. This type of scenario mindset. You know, you've got those who really have a desire to speak a truth, to have a cause, but they don't know what it is. There's that bunch of people. Um, then there's those who are just looking for some kind of meaning and purpose by meddling in other people's issues, oh. by trying to be vitriolic, trying to get their sense of meaning by giving others advice when they haven't taken it themselves. You know, that's another category of people. Um there's a category of people who will be continually taking on excessive demands of their boss and of their partner without a voice for themselves, believing that just by pleasing these external voices, they're going to get some validation of purpose. But deep within they're still empty. So those are a few categories I just wanted to put out there. And I just want I just want to put out there what we offer in Ignite Inspiration, the complete package. You don't have to do all of these things, but this is just to understand what, what categories are in the layer and uh, the pyramid of ignite inspiration. So we have the first building block is really self-knowledge. That's knowing your primordial energy, knowing your DNA, knowing your personality, knowing who you are, knowing how you're wired up. That's highly important just to know if you're, if you're a cat trying to swim and you're trying to be like a fish, no matter how hard you try, you're never going to be as good as that fish, right? So you've got people that are going against their DNA. They are born to be an introvert, yet yet they're in an extroverted role, and it's tearing them apart, and they're gassing out of energy. Right? They're a cat trying to be a fish, and it's going against them. So we've got a whole block on that. Then we've got a whole block on finding your values, your highest priorities. Now, this particular block I would recommend is the first primary aspect that someone focuses on in order to find their highest priorities and, and start living with passion. I have a special tool within this called Triple P. And what this does is it takes your higher, the most important areas of life is nine of them. And it helps you use Triple P, which is predicting pain and pleasure, into the future, both the negative and positive. And then we find out what your true soul currency is. What I mean by that is what's the currency that sets your soul on fire? When you find that out, you're now motivated, not just motivated, but inspired to act on your highest priorities. So I, I give this specific tool to people and that's on that block. The next block, once you've done that, is to really find out your mission in life. And the last block of inspiration is really one of my favorites called Ignite Vision. How to ignite your personal vision on a five-year and one-year basis to paint a picture. And the amazing thing about this is once you paint a picture of the future, you start to see things happen in your life you never believed would happen. I've got the ability now to take out one part of my future vision and put it into my life today and deciding to work on that. And it comes into being. That's the power
0: of having a future picture. You start putting the pieces together. Wow. Straight fire at the end, guys. That was amazing. For people listening, reach out to guys, send them a message, send me a message. We'll get you guys some information. We'll book you a free session. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, like the video and the podcast, leave a comment and review. Any closing words? No,
1: just enjoy sign up have fun find out what your highest priority is regardless whether you do it with us or not i don't care but find out what your highest priority is and have fun following it because you'll take on the adventure of a lifetime as you do thank you for listening guys take care